This is episode number 274 of The Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Homeowner Show. We're so glad you could join us for another live episode. We're back in the studio, Kev. We're back. I didn't know if we'd ever get back, man. <laughs> we made it. We survived a freeze. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, it wasn't as bad as the one before. Well, you say that. There was a lot more car wrecks this time. Yeah, well, we had a, yeah. It was weird because I don't think anybody expected it to be quite as bad as it was. It, well, it got colder than they predicted. Yeah, that, that well, not just that. Um, I think I think that the wind was worse, mm-hmm. which made the the feels like so much worse. Yep. And because of that, a lot of things changed. And uh, one of the things that changed, you said it wasn't as bad. It was worse for me. <laughs> well, because uh, we had a problem. Uh-huh. And I think I told you. Hey, you uh, called me. I remember. Yeah, I called. And we uh, woke up. Let's see. Everything went south on Sunday. Monday was fine. Everybody was was home because it was it was uh, right. you know holiday. Tuesday everybody was out of school, um, but we woke up Tuesday with no water. Which we live on a well, uh-huh. and so <clears throat> I'm going. Okay. Things have gone awry. Yeah, and I'm going. <laughs> okay, well, it could be a lot of things. We've had we've had issues here and there with our well. Just and and we've never had a well before. Like this is the first time living on property that we've ever had that. So we're learning uh-huh. how to deal with this. Well, we've had issues where like it's just a breaker, right? So I go out and kind of start examining things, mm-hmm. and I find well, all the breakers are on, so that's not the issue, right? And uh, so, uh, long story short, um, we did have a, a pipe running from the wellhead. So, anatomy of a well, real quick. <laughs> Everybody needs to know. So, you got you got the well, and you got a pump. The down, well is a giant hole in the ground. Giant hole in the ground. You put a pump down there, connected to a pipe that goes all the way up to the wellhead. Mm-hmm. The wellhead then distributes the water to a holding tank. That's pressurized, mm-hmm. and that then distributes water to your house, right, or wherever else you. That's how you water. achieve water pressure? That's where you. Yeah, the the tank is pressurized, so the the pipes from the wellhead to the tank froze. Okay, and oddly enough, the one pipe. I knew was water a water pipe that goes straight into the tank. I knew that, uh-huh. and it's it's been wrapped since I moved there. The other the other pipe I didn't even know was a water pipe, and it's never been covered ever. <laughs> even last year during the during oh, the really? crazy freeze, never been covered, and we didn't have any issues. And, and that's so, the one that froze. That's the one that froze. And so what happened was the pump was pumping to what they call a dead head. Uh-huh. Uh, the well head was, it couldn't go anywhere, so it was dead. So what happened was the, the pump was pumping water, but the way the pump cools itself is water travels through the pump and cools it. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't go anywhere, then it just sits there and, and churns, and it starts getting hot. The pump itself gets hot. Yeah, and hotter and hotter and hotter, and hotter and hotter and hotter. It didn't burn the pump up. 
uh-huh. but it did melt the PVC that it was threaded to. <laughs> and I don't think I even showed you. Whenever they were pulling it up, the 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 pump was literally hanging by the electrical wire. Oh, geez. And thankfully, our well guys are smart, and they, they tape that thing like crazy. Uh-huh. Because otherwise, I mean, if it's swinging or anything, it won't make it up through the uh, through the pipe. Yeah. And, um, but they got it up, and and basically, when, when, I mean, they don't really know what's going on until they get the pump out of the ground. So they got the pump out of the ground. They're like, look, man, like, it's it, I don't see any major damage to the pump, but we can't open it up and, and find out what's inside the casing. But if those turbines inside have have dislodged or, or melted or anything, right. then you're going to have a problem. Yeah. And then whatever labor you're going to incur by us just putting this thing back in, you're going to have to incur again. Mm-hmm. And that could be a month from now. It could be three years from now. We have no idea. Right. And he was like, so you can take the risk. And he said, you know, this thing pumps 15 gallons a minute, which I was like, dang, that's a lot. That's a lot of water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it pumps 15 uh, gallons a minute, and it may pump 10 gallons a minute. You don't know. It may pump five gallons a minute. and But we won't know. And he was like, so, you know, take the risk and do what you want to do, um, or we can just put a new pump in. Dude, we just put a new pump in in July. Oh, really? Yeah, because the pump the pump did die. I mean, it was just at the end of its lifespan in July. And uh, we were in Branson, actually. We're going to talk okay. about Branson a little bit tonight. Yeah. We were in Branson with my family, and I get a call from my wife. She goes, we got no water. I, I've called the guy, and he's got to come out. They had to replace the pump. And uh, I elected to replace the pump. because. Oh, Dude, I just didn't want to. How, how much? How much are one of those? Do you, or do you not want to? Are you, you still? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it was uh, pumps are not cheap. No, it was the the entire bill. Well, the labor included. It was thirty seven hundred dollars. Jeez, that's the second time in six months I've done that. That's nah, not fun. No, not so, fun at all. And, and and they're not warranted at all. I guess. Well, no, they are. Except for natural disasters. They're not warranted against lightning naturally. strikes. They're not warranted. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> they're not warranted against freeze. They're not uh-huh. warranted against... Uh, this was an interesting... They're not warranted against portable generators, mm. which is what I have. Right. I mean, I've, I, got a, I got the biggest portable generator you can get that runs on national gas. Uh-huh. I got the biggest one on the market. Um. But if something happens while it's connected to that someday, then... Tough noogies. Tough noogies. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and I get it. I mean, I understand, like, they can't... I mean, at that point, you got voltage issues. You've yeah. got all, all sorts of things that can happen, but... Like, it, it's frustrating to, like, run up against that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I think it's I think it's good for people to understand, like, why it is that way. Sure. You know, because, I mean, and, and I, th- I think, like, specifically, like, with the generator. I mean, like, sometimes people just, like, jerry-rig stuff. Right. And, and, and like, the wrong voltage will run through that pump right. or whatever. Like, and, and so, like, they, since they have no control over that, right. they can't warranty that. No, it's absolutely, it, it's beyond their control. Right. So, so whenever, whenever they don't have a controlled environment, right, then they can't, they can't warranty. And I get that. 
Um, but man, they put that new pump in and everything's great again. Uh, I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. Um, we wound up getting low water pressure in a few places. And I was like, dude, I was tired. Like it, it had been a long week and plus just all of this going on. And uh, so I went to bed and I was like, I don't know. Like we may have to call them tomorrow and see. I, I said, honestly, I haven't even gone out to the tank to make sure it's pressurized correctly. I don't yeah. even know. But they checked it all before they left. Um, and the next day I woke up and I was like, you know what? This thing's been sitting for like two days. I need to take the shower head off and just see. What's in there? What's in there. Yeah. And it was just gunked up. I with, bet. With that filter inside. So I cleaned that out and everything's good. So, it, I mean, go. I will tell you, if like around your house, especially like kitchen faucet, shower head, any of that, like if you wind up feeling like, man, I wish my water pressure was a little bit higher. Yeah. Take that sucker off and check your filter. Oh, for sure. Because nine times out of ten, there's nothing wrong with your water. Right. It's it's your faucet that's doing something. So, anyway, it was like, I, you know, I look at it on, on a couple of levels. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to have an issue, I'm glad it's outside my house. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad that the, the water didn't come into my house before there was a problem. Yeah. And, and it's a pretty controlled situation. I mean, it's frustrating, but... Okay, I'll write it off. <laughs> and, you know, it is one of those deals. It's part of it, man. It's part of it. You and don't have so, a water bill. No, I don't. And that's the thing. Is like, now, now I don't have a $3,700 water bill otherwise. But Make that up over 10 years. Yeah, fine. over 10 years, it's fine. Um, but, I, you know, I own my water. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there's something to be said about that. And, For sure. And I can, I can do whatever. Like, whenever I fill my, my pool up every year, because uh-huh. I drain it. When I fill my pool up every year, I don't care. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, it might cost me $10 in electricity. Yeah. But that's it, you know. It's my water. Yeah, it's <laughs> my water. I can do with it what I want to. And it's good water, too. Like, it's... It, well water is always better. It is. Every time it's better. Yeah. Like, I've never, I've never had an... I mean, I'm sure there's been wells that have, like, gotten tainted or whatever. But, like, if it's right. a good well, mm-hmm. well water is always better. It is. And... Uh, I grew so, up on well water. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that was frustrating. Yeah. But I will tell you this. I then so two nights later, it froze again. So that was like Friday night, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It froze again. And so it wasn't as it wasn't as hard. It of wasn't a as, it it wasn't. It, it got down to like twenty two or something like that. But and it was only for like ten hours. But um let me tell you what I did. And I I we, we're going to build, like, a house to put over that thing. Right. And, like, something I can insulate and put a heater in. Yeah. Uh, just to future-proof it, right? But until that happens, because it's kind of in the middle of the yard, so you can't just leave it there forever based on where it's at. So, um, but I've got fiberglass um, insulation, just mm-hmm. like they're, they're, like, I don't know, like, maybe four or five inches wide. Yeah. Wrapped the whole pipe. And then I came back with one of those um, pipe insulations, you know, the one you slid up the side and just put around it. So I put that around it. And then I used insulated tape to tape that thing closed. And then I used it. I'd never seen this before. It's a 10 mil pipe wrap. Mm -hmm. I mean, 10 mil is pretty thick. Yeah. But it's tape. And it's super strong, but it's weatherproof. It's windproof, waterproof. 
And I wrapped that after that. And I'm like, okay, that's about as good as, <laughs> as I can do yeah. for every day being out in the open, you know? And yeah. so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, and, you know, if in the future I'll build a house and yeah. should be totally fine. Yeah. But it was frustrating. I bet. How <laughs> so, long were you without water? Uh, two days. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, it was, well, it was like two days plus the morning that they came. So, yeah. And, and one, two of those mornings were days that my kids need to go to school. My wife, you know, had to go to work too. So, right. thankfully, you know, we have friends and relatives, and we just went over to someone else's house and, and showered. Well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah. Um, uh, but did it, did it, so no water at your uh, guest house in the back? No. Oh, dang. No, I mean, because everything runs off the well. Okay. Um, Speaking of, I need to go. I turned off all of my, like, out spigots, uh, like, at my shop and everywhere else. I can go turn those back on. I turned those off before the freeze and drained mm. them because uh, I don't need those. But, yeah, she was out of water, too. So, we went to, like, we went and just loaded gallon jugs up just to have stuff to flush the toilet with, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm. we made it. We figured it out. Yeah. But I don't want to do it again. I know. <laughs> I will tell you though that right there is the reason and, and some of you have been listening for a while that's the reason that I bought a generator right at my house because at my house if the electricity goes out the well doesn't work the well doesn't work yeah and so you know you really got to have you know that that well moving and yeah so we what, bought a generator for what, it what's interesting about that is i think it's i think it's little moments like that like when there's like a freeze and a pipe bursts and like right. then you have to shut the whole house down yep. or you know there's a hurricane and the power's out for a couple of days yep or whatever i think those are the moments when people it, it's a it's a blessing in disguise because it's a realization as to how ill prepared a lot of people are oh yeah to sustain themselves for two days oh it's i mean two days two days is not that long it's not but there i mean if you don't have any water yeah two days is a long two days is a very long time at that point and you can and not only that like if you run out of like if you have an all-electric house Mm -hmm. like our friend eric is listening or at least he was because he he uh he put a message up. Um, he said, the answer is always to lay more pipe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, but he's not wrong. No, he's not. But you know, if you have, if you're out where he is and you've got to have an electric <laughs> house, um, then y- your electricity goes out. You can't cook. Was this Eric G? Yeah. Yeah. This is no, pr- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the you, gasless West. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, pretty funny. Oh, so, well, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing, doing good? good, man. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, the, the freeze was fine. So, well, I mean, I say it was fine. We we had one uh, busted pipe, uh, but it oh. was it was by the pool equipment. Okay. And it was a supply line. Okay. And so we just capped it. Oh, so you, yeah. Worry about it later. I, it, well, it's nothing we even need. I mean, like. Yeah. Oh, ever? No, not really. Oh. It was a, um, whoever whoever was here before us. Had a ice maker refrigerator oh. on the party deck. Okay. And we don't have that. And so right. it was the supply line for like the refrigerator. Okay. And who cares? So like we just capped it. Yeah. And they just went on about our day. Yeah. Which, I mean, by the way, they, um, 
I didn't even realize this. My my father in law brought these home. Um, I didn't realize that they made a shark bite like termination cap. Really? Yes. Well, that's nice. It's super nice. Sheesh. So like we just cut the pipe, pulled it aside, stuck the shark bite on there, walked away. That's nice. No glue, nothing. Huh. It was awesome. Yeah, that is nice. So oh oh speaking of, let me say this real quick and uh-huh. then we can move on. But um I started doing like research. Okay, like what can I do to keep this thing from free- these these pipes in the right. middle of the yard yeah. from freezing? And I came across uh, insulated heat tape. I've seen, I've heard about this. Yeah, um, and like they get it gets really good reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really not too terribly expensive. I mean, whenever you kind of look at it for what we needed, we probably just need three feet of it and mm-hmm. we didn't need a lot but you can get you can get like 50 foot of it if you need or 100 foot even um you just have to have a 110 outlet which we've got right there by it no big deal um and it says it works on pvc right well my i talked to my well guy about it and he goes man he said i i, I know people that use it but i've seen two instances where it just melted the pipe dang and he goes that's a big problem. Yeah. And he goes, so, I mean, I can't recommend it. Right. He said, well, and this was very interesting. Do you think it was like improperly installed? I mean, because like, I, well, I don't want to hear know. from the, I don't want to hear from the heat tape people like, hey, like you're messing it, with our product. It's very there. possible. I mean, I, but here's the thing. But I mean, like, you know, you know, that, that, that plumber guy, I mean, he probably could have like sold you some heat tape right there if you really oh. wanted to. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely could. And it's one of those deals where you go, okay. Properly installed or not, it happened. Right. Okay. If it's not properly installed, then now you got to hire someone to come install it properly mm-hmm. in order for this not to be a, a quote-unquote problem. Uh, yeah. it, it becomes cumbersome at that point, right? So, especially when literally you're supposed to take it and just like, you know, spiral it around your... Well, that that's what I'm wondering, right? Is like, this is something we run into our industry all the time. It's like, well, you read the instructions, but then you thought that they didn't apply to you. <laughs> oh, you you put the right amount of mixture in the tank, but you did it twice. Right, <laughs> right. And so, like, so like you and I don't I don't know anything about heat tape. How to put it on? I know nothing about it. But I'm I'm wondering if, like you said, like, well, just keep a gap on your spiral of like two inches or something. And they're like, oh, well, I really don't want it to freeze, so I'm going to make the gap. Right you know, two centimeters. Yeah. And I think that on a, on a, a metal or copper pipe probably wouldn't matter, you know, but on oh, PVC, probably, yeah. well, PVC, copper's kind of weird, man. Cause you got to sweat that pipe and yeah. that's what, you know, if you heat it up too much, I don't know how yeah. hot the heat tape gets. Yeah, I don't, well, I, I, I don't think it gets super I actually hot. might be more concerned about putting it on copper than I would. Maybe, PVC. <laughs> maybe I, all I know is that, um, he just, he advised against it. And this was something he said that I found, very interesting. Uh-huh. He goes, man, believe it or not, the last four years have been colder than we've ever seen. Mm. And he said, so we're still learning what to tell people to do. Mm. And he said, I don't, he said, we've had harder freezes the last four years than we've ever seen in 25. Yeah. Which I, which for 25 is not a large sample, sure. obviously, but for them, for, yeah, 25 years in business. That's a is, career. That's a career. Yeah. And so, Whenever you don't have hard evidence uh, data to go, this is what we've done before, and this is what we know works, right. and you can't recommend to your customers what to do, that's a problem. And they and they recognize that they weren't they weren't 
you know, they're like just, man, you, best, best case scenario is to wrap it and build a house over it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's foolproof, really. Uh, yeah, the, build, build, the mean, building the, the, the well house is, yeah, that's key. Yeah, and, we, and we've got that. I mean, our, our tank is in a, a heated and air-conditioned building, mm-hmm. um, but that, that wellhead isn't. Right. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about... Well, hey, this episode... Yes. Is brought to you by... <laughs> Let's talk about that. Lone Star Appliance Repair. Yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, Lone Star Appliance Repair. Uh, this is the place... Uh, actually, I was actually um, in conversation about Lone Star Appliance Repair the other day. Their their phone number, by the way, is 936-647-2364. It's right there on uh, the screen if you're watching online. I, I was talking to someone about repairing their appliances the other day, mm-hmm. and... It's very interesting because the the tendency for everybody is just throw the appliance away. Sure. My it, my parents actually just had this happen. Something happened. Their fridge stopped working. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're just going to go buy another one. And I'm like, why don't you just get it repaired? And they're like, well, we've heard this. We've heard that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, find somebody in your area that yeah. is reputable. And that's one of the things that I think is is the most important. Someone's not just going to come in and sell you a bunch of parts or come do a diagnostic and then tell you we can't fix it. Right. Whatever. Someone who's reputable that's going to take care of you. And Lone Star Repair does that. Yeah. We've used them. Right? Like, it's it's they're, they're going to take care of you. Yeah. Every time. So, every time. So, I mean, we actually, we, uh, we had them out uh, today. Oh, really? Uh, we were going to... We were ha- we were supposed to have them uh, clean our washing machine, which most people don't even know that you need to have yeah. that cleaned from time to time. They've got a maintenance system for they, that. They don't do. They? they have a maintenance okay. plan for that. Um, and just communication error. They didn't realize that ours were stacked, and they're uh, like, "Oh, like we're really supposed to schedule this with two people or a dolly." Oh, that makes in or- sense. In order to make this proper, and they said they were like, "Well, we usually charge like a service fee just for being out here, but like." Not today. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna reschedule and come back out and get our man washing machines. If you don't clean them, can be the smelliest. Oh yeah. Thing. Yes, it can. Ever. And if you can watch all the YouTube videos you want on how to clean it, I don't want to do it. Even no. if even if I was confident in like being able to put it back together, which I'm not. <laughs> no, of course not. Like I still don't want to deal with the smell. Right. Because inevitably, you wind up like with like two extra screws. Something. And you're like, wait a minute. I, I took those out of somewhere. Yeah. And I I am not a detail person. And they're just not going back. Not going to go back. So I'm, I'm either, here's here's what's probably going to happen if I do that. Yeah. I'm going to flip it on and see if it works. Of course. You know. Uh-huh. And it'll probably work. Yeah. But if it doesn't. It, what are you going to do? I'm buying a new one. Right. <laughs> so it, it's just, at that like, point, it, it would have been smarter for you to just have them come out and do it for you. It's a six to $1,000 mistake at that point. Right. And whereas I could have just paid somebody else to do it. Right. So exactly. I'm going to pay somebody else. I'm going to call Lone Star Appliance Repair. Give them a call. They'll get you taken care of. Uh, phone number's on the screen. Links in the show notes if you want to click on the website. And you can text them. I love that, dude. Yeah. So Maybe my favorite thing. Text them. Send them some emojis. Right. I love it. <laughs> Just random emojis. That's right. <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks That's for right. supporting the homeowner show. Cool. Yeah. 
So uh, really, t- uh, tonight we're we're doing a bit of a trip recap because I just we just took a big trip to Branson. Yeah, I didn't uh, even know y'all were going, man. I know, jerk. Oh well, you'll get over it. Um, we'll see. Yeah, so we we stayed in a really cool place right on the lake. It was right across oh, yeah. from the um, I don't know where the Bass Pro Shops is. Oh yeah. Um, so we were right across the lake from that. Okay. Um, which was really cool because we could go watch like the fireworks and the water show that yeah. they have there every night. Yeah, they got like a massive zip line there. They do have a massive All zip line. The, like across the river. Yeah. So That's awesome. So uh, how do I talk about Branson? So <laughs> there were parts of it that were amazing. Is this your first time to Branson? No. Oh. Uh, oddly enough, it was my second time to Branson. Okay. The first time I ever went to Branson was with uh, Micah. Oh. And it was just me and him. That's weird. And like, <laughs> like really, like the only thing we stopped in and we had dinner. Okay. And then we left. That doesn't count. It's <laughs> and really, I mean, and now that you've been to Branson, uh, you know that doesn't count. It, it kind of counted because yeah. we, we, what do they call that place? Where the Bass Pro Shops is? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the, uh, the landing. The landing. Branson landing. Okay. So we, we walked through Bass Pro Shops mm-hmm. and then we went and had dinner somewhere in the landing. Okay. And then we left. Okay. And we drove the drag. I mean, like we we okay, saw yeah. we saw everything that was there. Yeah. Um, but we just that, that was all we had time for, and yeah. we, we were going to go through Branson anyway. Seventy six, seventy six, right? What? Isn't that the name of the road? The Highway no seventy six. It's seventy six. I'm sure. pretty sure. Let's, let's just call it. Yeah, they'll rename it. It is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the homeowner show seventy six. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> we we you heard it here. For we all. made it famous. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Not you guys that have been performing there for like the last Forever. sixty years. That's right. It is, it's us. Right. Um. So we went there for two reasons. One was to go to Silver Dollar City. Yes. And the other one was to go see Queen Esther. Oh, yes. Both yeses. So have you seen Queen I've Esther? I've seen, but uh, yes, I have. So I, so here's, here's, I'll, we'll start off with the good. I have been to many Broadway shows. Yeah. Many, many, many over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes because I wanted to go, sometimes because I was forced <laughs> to go. <laughs> I, I, on the other hand, go to them on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, let me... Always. Okay. Funny funny story about <laughs> Broadway shows. Um, my... When... I think I was... And how old was I? I think I was like 17, 16 or 17. Okay. And for Christmas one year, my mom said, I want to take everyone to go see a show. And her and my sister had gone to New York and seen Stomp. Oh, okay. And they loved it. Yeah. And there was some sort of show playing in Houston, which if mo- if you don't know, is, is Houston still number two? Yeah, the last time I checked it okay. was, so, believe it or not. Yeah, Houston is number two when it comes to theater. Theater district, yeah. Yeah, and like that's impressive considering there's like Chicago and, and London. And L.A. And L.A. Yeah. I mean, like there's there's some it's cool in- theater towns, but Houston's number two next to New- after New York. It's crazy. Uh, you know, like, I don't know that anybody will ever top New York, but Houston's number two. So you can see some incredible shows yes, in Houston. Can. And she was like, hey, I found the show. It's just like Stomp. We want to go see it. Let's go see it. And so it was It was either like a few days. I don't, and you'll understand why my confusion on the dates here in just a second, because I don't know what date this holiday is on. But it was, it was like right before or right after Christmas. And so we go, and um, we're sitting in the audience, and we're there a little bit early. Was it Blue Man Group? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> so... We're sitting in the audience and we're, you know, like we're dressed pretty nice. And uh, all of a sudden, other people start walking in the theater. Okay. Which 
normally wouldn't notice other people walking in the theater, except they're not dressed like us. Oh. They, most of them are dressed in what looks like African robes. All right. And it like you see like one or two and you're like, oh, cool. Good for you, man. Yeah. And, but then it's like half the audience. Oh. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what's, different. What's happening that's right different. now? And so then the show starts mm-hmm. and it's kind of like Stomp. Okay. But the narrative of the show is how the white man stole the drum. Oh. And oh. once I figure out that that's what the show's about, uh-huh. I jump on my phone. Right. And I'm like, what? Like, what? So I look it up, and lo and behold, the day that we go to the show is Kwanzaa. Oh, interesting. And so everyone's there to celebrate Kwanzaa. Yeah. And this show about finding your rhythm. Interesting. And I'm looking around going, I didn't steal nothing, y'all. I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't take it. <laughs> I don't I don't know where it is. If I had it, I'd give it to <laughs> give you. Give it to you right, right now. now. Right now. So it was right. <laughs> so so wow. anyway, all that to say, we've been going to see shows for a long, long time. Sure. Um and I will I will say this. As Queen Esther is probably the best, if not the best, show I've been to ever. Interesting. Ever. That's I mean, interesting. Just really, really good. So, what, one of the, I, I'm I'm curious about a couple of things. Uh-huh. What about it? Because I've seen four shows there. I believe the now. Sound and Light Theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Sound. Sa- not Sound and Light. Sound. I think it's Sound and Light. Uh. Uh-uh. Some. It's similar to that. Sight and Sound. Sight and Sound. Sight You're and absolutely sound. right. Yeah. Sight um, and Sound. My bad. Uh, but the Sight and Sound Theater, I've seen I've seen four. I've seen Esther. Mm-hmm. I've seen Jonah. That one looks cool. Uh-huh. I've seen Noah. Uh-huh. And I've seen Joseph. Okay. Um, and all of them are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, what was the thing that you went, oh wow. Okay. About so, it? so one, I didn't I didn't know it was gonna be as big. What do you mean by that? Well, it, one, it's just a huge theater. It's a huge theater. I think it seats like 2,500. It does. Um, so it's a huge theater. And they sell out almost every show. Yeah, they said like they over 700,000, because they run like a show a year. Right. And I think they're going to re-up Esther. They might. Um, just because it was so successful. But like yep. they, they said over 700,000 just this past year went to Have go seen see that one. Seen Queen Esther. Right. Um, but I didn't... So, like, I went, I, and this is, I do this a lot. Like, I try and go in with, like, zero expectations. Sure. Like, if it's, like, a new experience, I try yeah. and not research it. Sure. I Especially if it's something, like, somebody's invited me to. Yeah. Because I feel like if I research it, I'm going to go in with things that I already don't like about it. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I just, I don't like doing that to somebody else's art. Sure. Um, so, anyway, I did not realize it was that big. Mm-hmm. I did not realize it was a wraparound theater. That is maybe one of the most impressive things. Yeah, and, and if so, you don't know that. Yeah, if you don't know that, and I didn't know that. Yeah. And so, like, when you're in there, it looks just like a regular theater, but then all of a sudden, the sides open up. Yep. And it's not just that the sides open up, but, like, there's actual uh, stage props and people mm-hmm. and things happening at, like, 180 degrees. 180 degrees the entire show. Show. Yeah. Like, during the time when something is happening... On the left side, mm-hmm. that people are talking and interacting with each other. There's still townspeople doing stuff on the other yep. side, as if all of this is happening in real time. Right. This is not a moment in time. This is 
like inclusive. Yeah, it's it's very immersive. Yeah. Um, and so I I did know that there were going to be live animals. Yeah, that's always. Um, and and so I was I I someone had told me that. Yeah, that yeah. Um, it was still impressive. Oh yeah. Um, because they, uh, while it <clears throat> while it is 180 degrees out in front of you, mm-hmm. they bring the animals out in the aisles. Yeah, right. Um, and where are we all sitting? Uh, center. Low, lower level or Low, upper level? Oh, lower level center. Okay. okay. Yeah, like my, my mom went all out for this one. Yeah, it's interesting because personally, I like the upper level better. Because oh, you can kind of see everything? Yes, because it's such a wraparound. Yeah. If you're in the front or in the middle anywhere, you have to like physically turn around to see everything. Yeah. And if you're in the back, you can. I, I can, can I can see. see how you would like that. I I liked where I was at because I felt I felt more in the story. Sure, I get that too. Um. So, but anyway, just just incredible production. Yeah. And like I'm I'm telling you, like I've I've been to Cats, I've been to Phantom, great shows. I hated Cats. I I I <laughs> I, I, I know that that one song is good. Yeah. Everything else is just crap. It's weird. Um, it, it's just, no, it's not. It's weird. It's dumb, is it's, what it is. Yeah, that's that's also that. Um, so and like, I get it. Like it was creative project. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Um, didn't like it. <laughs> didn't either. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was like every 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 bit of that show was just great. The talent was good. Yep. I mean the the singing was good. The, the songs music were good. was good. Yeah. Like. The, it, it was all it's just very well done yeah very well done yeah so i was i was super impressed so cool. the hi- highlight of the trip for me yeah for sure so we uh we so th- that was the main thrust of the trip okay so my uh mother insisted that we go to silver dollar city okay um which i'd like to go give it a second shot okay because it was like 30 degrees the whole time we were there. Uh, yeah. So when we went in July, into July, beginning of August. I imagine it was lovely. It it was nice. Mm-hmm. It was it was hot, but it wasn't so hot that if you weren't like consistently cooling yourself down, you were miserable. Right. It was but 30 is a little ridiculous. Yeah. And some of the some of the rides you just can't even do. They, like no, they won't really, even open them. Yeah, one of my one of our favorite or two of our favorite rides are water rides, mm-hmm. and can't ride those. So th- the whole reason we went is because we went on the tw- I think it was the twenty seventh. Mm. No, we went on the twenty eighth. Okay, they were closing the park on the 29th. Okay, and it's the last. So you could literally be like one of the last people to ever ride Fire in the Hole. Oh, okay. They're shutting it down forever. Are they after after this season? Really? So it's gone. Why? Uh, because they're replacing it with a newer version. Oh, okay. Um, but and it'd been open since like 1971 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and you could tell it's rough, <laughs> dude. We, I, I but it's like their most famous ride. I know. I I made a mistake. Of going whenever we went, it was it was actually not crowded at all mm-hmm. last time we went, and which was odd. Um, I think people had started like going back to school and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I made the mistake of being like, "Let's ride this first. and it's my kids, mm-hmm. and they like they're used to Disney, sure. And most of the rides at Disney, even if they're intense, they're smooth, sure. That one's a little tough. <laughs> a little tough. Rylan rattled his brains out. 
Oh, okay. But beyond that, it was... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. So, good move on shutting it down. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, like, we were, like, like, one of the last ones to ever ride it. That's cool. So, that's, that. I mean, like, that was cool. But yeah. that, was, that was, like, the only ride. I think there's, like, the water prison. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That one was open. Okay. So, we got to ride that one. Everything else was closed. Really? Everything else. The Not- time traveler was closed? Yep. What? Yep. That's, well, I didn't, I didn't actually ride it because I, I knew my kids would, like, lose their ever-loving mind on that one. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, that one, if, if you don't know, if you're just listening, that one is, so it's a roller coaster, but the seats move independently and, and they, they, they can swivel all the way around right. as you're, as you're riding. So you can get oddly disoriented in that, yes. in that one. Why so, they call it time traveler. <laughs> right. So every ride that was outside was closed. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so like we, we had a few shows we could go to. Okay. And there was food. Did you get the cinnamon bread? No. Is it called cinnamon bread? I think it's called cinnamon bread. It may be called something different than cinnamon bread, but if you didn't get it, you missed out. I, I'm, Best I'm thing sure, I've ever had. Let me tell you. It I takes, missed out on a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was a lot I missed out on. The okay. Day. Well, but you did do maybe the coolest thing at Silver Dollar City, didn't you? Which is? The cave. Oh, yeah. That, that was the only thing, that was the only thing. Redeeming quality. The only redeeming quality about that day. Was it not amazing? It was amazing. Yeah. Here was, and here was what made it extra amazing. Okay. That thing is geothermal. Oh, yeah. And so it was warmer inside there. So it was By super, like almost 40 degrees. Yeah, so it was super cold. Like it was cold when we were there. Right. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it stays a certain it's temperature. like 68 degrees. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, when we got in, we are like, oh, thank Jesus. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> yep. I mean, well, and, like, because they only have, like, so many tours a day, and right. we hit the second to last one. Mm. And, because I think the park closed at, like, 6 o'clock. And it, it's one of those places where, like, it takes, isn't it, like, two hours? It's, an, it's like, an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. That's all? Yeah. Okay, well... I was thinking it took longer than that. Whatever it was, they were like, look, pee now. Right. Because you're not going to have another chance until you come out of this place. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not wrong. No. But the whole thing's incredible, man. It absolutely is. Like, they were telling us about how, for the 100-year anniversary, they flew five hot air balloons in the big cave. Into it. Which, I mean, incredible. I know. I know. Absolutely incredible. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, like the waterfall was cool. I mean, like the, honestly, like the whole, to me, the whole park is worth it. If you go to the cave, I haven't ridden any of the roller coasters, but if you just see the cave, you're right. You're, you're doing good. You're not wrong. And I will tell you the next time I go, I want to go to the bat area. Mm. Like that's a different tour. It's called the lantern tour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you go in, they, they literally give you a lantern and there's like, I think they said there's something, some crazy number, like 100,000 bats or something. Yeah. Like some, some stupid number, and I'm probably wrong on the number. Yeah. But it's pretty amazing. So, well, so. Let, me, let, me, let me tell you something else that's amazing. We, I had another company send me another pair of boots. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? So this is... Uh, what do I have to do? Do I literally have to, like, sell my soul? What do I have to do I, to I get a pair of boots? I did not sell my soul. Okay, I, well, that's good. So I'm just... <laughs> 
Congratulations, Craig. Thank you. What you got? So Rocky Boots sent Rocky. me a pair, and this is the pair that they sent me. Okay. Um, dude, hold those up just a little bit. Right there. There you go, dude. Yeah. So Square toe. Now, huh? Say what? Square toe. Square toe. Um, it's got a rubber sole. These are actually work boots. Yeah, they got grass on the they bottom. Got, yeah, they got, <laughs> I've been working in them. Um, so here's what I did. I so they sent them to me, and I this so like after Georgia Boots sent, sent me their boots, and I had to break them in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm gonna actually give these things like the most rigorous test I could possibly think of. Okay. So I wore them to Silver Dollar City. No, you didn't. And it was like the second time I had worn them. All right. To a theme park? To a theme park. What? Yeah, I know. And so that was stupid. Well, I was like, I was like, okay. I, they said that they're comfortable. Yeah. But they also said their work, and so like they should, you know, like they should be ready out of the box. Like this is like this is like Ariat level. That's what Ariat, like, yeah. That's what their whole big thing is. Right. Okay. I will. I, and so here's what I'll say: when I put them on, uh-huh. they felt a little thin. Okay. Um, and I was like, and so I had, I was, I was like, I had a little bit of trepidation about sure. wearing them to the park. I was like, these feel a little bit thin on the bottom. Okay. Um, but my feet did not hurt after that day. Really? Like, and like, I never like once, like I, I put them on in the morning going, okay, I need to be like a cognizant of like my day because I'm wearing these boots because I want to give an honest review as to like sure. how they do. And I feel like walking around a theme park, which is where you know, like, I'm going to get like 15 to 17,000 steps in. Well, and that thing is like up and down. That I mean, right. Silver Arrow City is like treacherous. It's, it, well, it, I think it's also fair to point out, it's a huge park. It's big. I mean, it's it's, it's big. really, really big. It's big, yeah. I, I don't know how you could go into it expecting to see all of it in a day. No, because, I mean, beyond the rides and stuff, they've got shows. Yes. That's one of the cool things is they've got they've got these you know, actors out there, singers and actors and different And they're all people. pretty good. They're all pretty good. Yeah. They're, I mean, it's, it's worth going to. Yeah. So anyway, I, I wore them all day. And then when I got home, I was like, I didn't feel the need to take them off. Weird. I was like, and, my, and awesome. My feet actually feel really good. And the other thing is, is like my problem with cowboy work boots mm-hmm. is they usually have like a really goofy looking sole on them. Right. And I don't know, like, if you if you look at these, man, like, it looks like, to me, it looks like a legit cowboy boot. It's normal. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a work boot. Right. And, and so it just doesn't have that weird, like, clunky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And, and so, like, and which is why I picked them out. They told me I could pick out whichever pair I wanted. Okay. They just, they just wanted me to check them out. Okay. Um, and I, I got to say, like, the, the leather is holding up. Like, they were super comfy. Yeah. Uh, I... I the size I gave them, they sent me the right size. The size was perfect. It fit. Fit great. Dude. Um, so, I mean, like, right out of the box, I was like, I put them on, and I was like, oh, I can, I can go for a walk in these. I mean, like, it's, n- like, not a big deal at all. Well, and and if it's 30 degrees at Silver Dollar City, like, wearing boots is not a bad move. No. Only because, like, you wind up with, I mean, tennis shoes, like, nowadays, the most comfortable tennis shoes have just have mesh. Right. Your feet are going to freeze, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you put on a pair of boots, you got good leather surrounding, you're going to be all right. So, yeah, a little bit more insulated. Yeah. I had on some wool socks. That helped. Um, sure. So, like, they're just super, super comfy. So, like, they, they survived silver the Silver Dollar City experience. That's and, like, pretty impressive. Let me tell you, with all the rides closed, we did nothing but walk the whole day. <laughs> well, that's all you can that's, do. That's all, and, and you had to walk just to stay warm. Sure. I can so believe like that. eat and walk. That's all wow. you could do. Mm. So... It sounds kind of miserable. I'm not going to lie. It was miserable. Except for the shoes or the boots, I mean. 
Yeah, the, the, I mean, honestly, <laughs> like no, like the the boots were the highlight of the day for me. Yeah, it's like it's the only thing that doesn't well, hurt. And and how many <laughs> stairs are in the cave? Oh, geez. Well, like the first thing you go down is like a sixty foot flight of stairs. Right. Yeah. And that's just to get to the top of the big cave as you go down further into the cave. Exactly. So, so I, I mean, you're you're climbing. You're yeah. Isn't it's it? Like, it's like a mile and a half that you end up walking through that thing. Yeah, it's a long way. Yeah, it's a long way. So. And a lot of it's like just kind of back and forth as you like, you know, snake your way down to the bottom of the, that, that first cave. Yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, Silverado City was a bust. Rocky Boots. Not awesome. a bust. And I, here's the thing, man, is I, I, I kind of did a suicide mission. Okay. I didn't take another pair of shoes with me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> was that, was that intentional? Oh, or it was was totally, it? totally intentional. Dude. Because I was like, wh- like, how else am I going to get, like, the test? Dude. Because otherwise I'm going to break it up into, like, little segments. And, like, I just need to, like, go all in on this thing. You're nuts. And and if my feet die, my feet die. <laughs> there was a very good possibility that happened. So they didn't. Yeah. So, and, I, like, what was different from this pair from the other pair is this pair, as soon as I put them on, I did not feel the need to like do anything to break them in. Mm. Like they felt like right ready to go the other out of the ones box. You did. Yeah, the other ones are like it's it's thicker leather, right? And I knew I was going to break them in, but they'll probably last a long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I, as far as like longevity goes, I can't say anything about these. But like as far sure. as like right out of the box being comfortable, being able to go and do a lot in them right away, yeah, perfect. And and with these, you can tell which feet they're supposed to go on. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I posted that picture, and I was like, he's not wrong. <laughs> they totally look like they're on the wrong foot. They do. <laughs> yes. But, like, if you if you, if you you walk up to them, you're like, oh, that's the left. That, it doesn't look like the left, but that's the left. You know that's the left. <laughs> that's funny, because the zipper's on the right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've, I've got this, this other story for us. All right. I wanted, to, I wanted to lay it on you. Bring it. Oh, man, where did it go? Okay, there we go. You said it might surprise me, so we'll see. Yeah, so this uh, so this particular one is from CNN Business. Okay. Um, and the title of the uh, of the article is Office Vacancy Rate Hits Record High. And so this is back from the first week in January. Um, let me see if I can read some of this for you. It says, more office space is currently sitting empty in the United States at, than at any point since 1979. Oh, my goodness. Said, uh, and this is according to Moody's Analytics. Uh, which began tracking office leasing vacancies that year. So, ever since we've been tracking office vacancies, now is the highest that it's ever been. Wow. Now, it could have been higher prior to 1979, but we don't know because we haven't been tracking it. So, ever since we've been tracking it, it's the highest. That's interesting. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Yeah, here it is. The national office vacancy rate rose to a record-breaking 19.6% in the fourth quarter, of 2023, Moody's Analytics, uh, that's the largest quarterly increase since the first quarter of 2021 and larger than the 19.3% level reached twice in 40 years. Oh, my goodness. The average pre-pandemic office vacancy rate was around 16.8. Let's see see if I can find. I'm going to tell you something that I know to be true. I just don't know that it's in this article. Okay. Okay, it's not in this article. Um, Tell me, lay it on me. I'll see if I believe you. So that's the national average. Right. The 
Nineteen point two. Is that what you said? Uh, nineteen point something. Nineteen point six, I think. Nineteen point six. Yeah, no, right now it's 19.6. The right. last highest one was 19.3. average. 19.3 was back in 1979. Oh, jeez. So 19.6 is what it is right now. Right, okay. That's the national average. Okay. Okay, which means... It's some high. Yeah. A lot higher. Do you know which city has the largest commercial vacancy rate in the United States? I'm going to take a wild guess and say Houston. You got it, Bubba. Wow. And it's like over 20%. Oh, my goodness, dude. Yeah. Like, so, I'll tell you this. Um, I've, I've actually had a weird observation over the last mm-hmm. three months. So, the last three months, whenever I go to work on Tuesdays, Mondays is not this way. I go in late on Wednesday. But on Tuesday. <laughs> I just looked it up. Uh, what the what the rate is in Houston? Yeah, what is it? Twenty two point three. Oh my, twenty two percent. We're almost at a quarter. Yep. Of all the offices in Houston, in Houston are vacant. Are vacant. They're just sitting there with nobody in them. Right. What in the world? Yeah, so here's 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 what I here's what I can tell you from that. One of the worst jobs uh-huh. that you could have right now is a commercial real estate lease agent. Oh, I bet so. So, because it, like, normally you would look at that and go, guys, there's so much you available. Have, you have any, you have your pick of anything you, you want. Yeah. But nobody wants it. Nobody wants any of it. So, okay. So, you're, so, this on, is, this is, this is the thing that I think, uh, to me, this is where it, it gets tricky, right? Because the whole deal with, I know with real estate agents was they were suing that company over the adjustable rates mm. that they could charge on their commissions. Right. Right? But this is where you can actually have a competitive edge and be like, look, I want to get you into this commercial. S- right. And I'm willing to lower my rate. Yeah. Because I have to. Because I have to because I can't move anything right now. And, right. But like what, what they're talking about doing is changing the rules where people can't do that anymore. Yeah, that's tough. So. Yeah. So. Sorry. Anyway. So, Okay. Completely anecdotally, mm-hmm. I, Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays, I drive to my office at the same time every day. On Wednesdays, I, I drive at a, at a different day um, just because I go in late right. on that day. But I stay really late as well. So Mondays, no big deal. I get on 45 South, which is, you know, huge road. Mm-hmm. And no big deal. I can get to my office. No big deal. Tuesdays, mm-hmm. inevitably, I'm sitting in traffic, man. Mm. Just sitting there. Like, it'll take me 20, 20 to 25 minutes longer, which is double the amount of time it takes me total to get to my office Right on Tuesdays. Thursdays, the same way. Wednesday, I have no idea what the, what the rate is. But here's my guess, completely anecdotally. Mm-hmm. After COVID, so many people were like, you know what? We can let you work from home, right? And save office space money, mm-hmm. and you can still get your work done. There's Zoom. There's all the things you need, and maybe you're going to have a happier home life. This is going into that whole conversation of everybody wants a bigger house, so they can get an office and all those sorts of things, right? Right. But recently, um, I've got one or two friends specifically that are going. Our employer is now requiring us to come in to the office once or twice or maybe even three times a week. Mm-hmm. And so 
Monday's not that day. Right. Friday's not that day. Tuesdays and Thursdays, and possibly Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, those are the days. Right. And they are the heavier traffic days. And so I think that's what's happening. And so I think that some companies have said, no, we still need that togetherness. We still need you to be in the office sometimes. But even then, obviously, there's plenty of, of offices available. So most of them hadn't done that. Right. Well, and like, so... And I'm sure it's it's not just offices. There's storefronts too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not just offices. Yeah, you're you're seeing like the um, the, the shopping centers. I mean, right. that that is included in these numbers. Which they're still building them like crazy in Conroe right now. I know shopping centers are going well, it, up everywhere they, in Montgomery too. They have to because they already have the money, and they can't not use the money. Mm. And and so like they have to put them up. They get, yeah. So interesting. Um. Yeah, because once you borrow that money, man. Yeah, you gotta do. You gotta. Yeah. So that's crazy. But anyway, I, 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 th- I, I knew it was going to be high. Whenever you said that, I knew that I was going to go, wow, that's, you know, th- I'm not shocked because there's, yeah. there's, I mean, it stands to reason that there's going to be more offices open because yeah. more people are working from their home, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. I never thought it would be approaching a fifth. Right. Of all of the, commercial real estate what's well, above it's a vacant. It's more than a fifth i mean well 19.6 20 would be a fifth well that's the national average that's, that's what i'm saying but yeah. in houston we're approaching a quarter right it's crazy it is crazy yeah so here, here's what i think is happening i think i think you're right on when you say like there's employers that offered remote work and now they're saying hey yeah you can work remotely but you still need to come in the office from time to time and because you know, I think it used to be that you can incentivize your employees to come in because you, you could offer them upward mobility, and part of that upward mobility is getting your own private office. Uh, you know, and so, like, that, that used to be the thing, right, is you want to move into the corner suite. Right. You know, no one cares about that anymore. Right. They, I mean, like, they care about the money. I'd rather have that money to put into a home right. that I can put a corner office in my home. Yep. <laughs> they, they, care about, they care about money. Yeah. They care about um, respect. Yes. Um, and, and and they care about position. That's it. And, and so, like, they, you can't incentivize them with a better office no. because, like, they've they've now realized you don't necessarily need that. I don't need that. And, like, I don't get any status from that nope. when I'm working from home. No, because nobody's nobody's passing me in the office. Right. And, and I'm not in a place where if I didn't want people to pass me, now they can't because I'm in a corner, right? There's whatever, right? There's no reason for it. Right. And, and you, get, you, get, you don't get held up in as many stupid meetings. No. That waste your time. Nope. I mean, so there's all these things that they've begun to realize about, like, the negative aspect of working at an office. Well, the employers have started to figure out, well, like, there's actually some positive things from having your people here. Right. It's like you can yes. actually, you know, have some account. Accountability, more monitoring, you know, and actually like, Hey, like we know that secretly at home, you've been getting done in two days. What it used to take you a week to get done. Right. So if you can get done in two days, what it used to take you a week, why can't you just get more done? Right. Why can't you be more productive for the company? And the right. only way we can hold you accountable to that is by having you come into the office. Right. So it's a catch 22. It, yes. And, and so there's, there's this. And, and so, but when you don't have the office incentive as like a status symbol for your mm-hmm. company, mm-hmm. well, then you just have one big common workspace right. in the middle. 
Right. And so you don't need the square footage that you used to. Even if you had like 50 employees, you could operate off half right. of the square footage that you might have had before. Well, this this actually happened with one of our um, mutual um, nonprofit friend groups. Uh-huh. They moved from a pretty decent size office area to like tiny offices. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. And th- they moved down uh, from from like right there on 1488 down to the woodlands. Yes. So you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. I do know. And, and, and like they a said, room. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like their their office is a quarter of this size of space. Yeah. But they now have different meeting rooms and like things that they Access actually Access to need. shared areas. And she yeah. said it was the same price. Yeah. Which is crazy. Crazy. Well, the crazy part is, is that you're paying that much for non-privacy. Right. That well, yeah. I mean, it, it's still a lot of money, and that's part of the reason. But but at the same time, it's like they're they're actually where more of their donors are. Yeah. Uh, in many ways, I think that that's part of it. But yeah, it's crazy. I, I want to bring this up real quick. So um, I'm putting it up on the screen right now. Roger Garza says, um, "Move our symbol here. Monday, Thursday, and Friday are easy to get into Austin when I work." Most work from home those days, from what I've heard, mm-hmm. is what he said. So Monday, what he's saying is Monday, Thursday, and Friday are is this, are, this is are someone days. commenting on the yeah. Okay. So basically, that what that means is that Tuesday, third, Tuesday, Wednesday are the days that employers are asking people to come in. That makes sense. Yeah, which it does to me too. I mean, it, again, anecdotally, I'm noticing that Tuesdays and and Thursdays are the worst. Mondays are nothing. Yeah. Um, nobody Fridays are nothing. Yeah. And so, but I don't know what Wednesday is. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, it's like, like people expect us to have this information. Like we have regular jobs. <laughs> we, neither one of us have regular yeah. jobs. <laughs> well, you're out in it I mean, you're driving all over the place. I, so I haven't gone to an office in years. No, I even have an office. I don't go to it. No, you don't need to. I don't want to. No. Why would you? And I don't have to. So I don't. Yeah. I mean, you love the people at your office on I, your own time. Honestly, like, <laughs> like, here's the weird part, man, is I have an office. Yeah. No one works in it. No. Like, it, it, it is, it has, um, <clears throat> we use it for inventory. Okay. Uh, we use it to house some files and other miscellaneous office things that we need from time to time. That's it. And, but no one really works in there. I mean, everybody that works for me works from home or in well, a truck. Yeah. Well, and, and for what you're doing, that's all they need to do. Yeah. That's it. And, like, par- part of that, part of what makes that productive is hiring the right people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you again, if you're going to, if you're going to have a remote business, you need people who are self-motivated. Right. You, you have to, you have to recognize that, like, when you're working and you're not self-motivated. Yeah then you're going to be unproductive anywhere, but really you're going to be unproductive if you're at your house. Yes. Right? Yes. You're going to be super unproductive. Which, there. I mean, I maybe may like the main point of that we need to get across to people in this episode, if you're a at-home employee, mm-hmm. make sure that you are have a plan in mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. to be productive. Yeah, and, and, and probably also, like, not just, not just a plan for productivity, which I, I think that's definitely that, but also, like, some sort of like reasonable and accountability for yourself to to go look. I was actually on the clock during these hours. You can see that I was on my computer. You can see this, that, and the other. Like I was working, mm-hmm. you know. And it, because, uh, you know, again, you're 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 
your job, your employment status is tied to your productivity. Always. Oh, hands down. Always. Yeah. So, I mean, make sure that you're doing it. I mean, dude, I was talking to someone just the other day um, in, in the same industry that I'm in, actually, mm-hmm. and their employer told them, we, we want you to do this. And he was like, oh, okay. And so it wasn't anything big. It was not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. And a year later, they gave him a full year before they even checked up on him. And they were like, hey, did you do that thing? And he was like, no. And they're like, what? Why? He was like, I, didn't, I really didn't want to. And they were like, what? That has nothing to do. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like, what? What is happening right now? Yeah. What in the world? You got a year to do a simple thing. It was simple, dude. Simple. If they did it one time, they wanted him to do it regularly. But if he did it one time, he could have at least been like, you know what? I did it this one time and it didn't, I didn't, it didn't work out. Whatever. Right. Didn't do it one time. And I'm just like, come on, man. For like a whole year. For a whole year. So I, I think there's actually two people at fault there. Uh, no, I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree. There should have been more accountability, but you get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get it more than we're talking about, but you get it. Yeah. But even still, that person should have been like, you know what? They asked me to do it. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. And if not, if you really don't want to, have a conversation. Yeah. You know? I, and like, but I, on the flip side of that, I think, I think it's very unfair to be upset about it. Yeah. When you didn't think it was important enough to follow up with for a year. That's fair. I mean, like that, that feels like a trap to me. Yeah. I'm like, fine with that. I, because I, here's, here's what I know is most employers know when they ask their employees to do something, whether or not they're going to want to do it. That's true. And, and, and so you're not asking them to do it because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And you just want to hand off this really fun task to them instead. All right. No, you are asking them to do something probably that you don't enjoy either. Sure. And, and so if you don't follow up with them on that, mm-hmm. then it really wasn't important to you in the first place to even get it done. I, I, and so I'm not going to disagree. I'm not with you saying on that I'm not all. saying that they shouldn't have done it. They <laughs> totally should have done it. Like sure. They asked them to do it. Should have done it. And 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 by by responding, well, I really didn't want to. Yeah. I mean, then then you should have ha- come and had a conversation. Different with me. conversation for the beginning. Yeah. So, but not following up for a year. That's messed up. And and then assuming yeah. over those 365 days that it was being done. Yeah, it's messed up. That's stupid. Yeah, I agree. So completely agree. Yeah. So, but like, why should I not be surprised when idiots hire idiots? <laughs> I, I mean, like, honestly, yeah, it's not wrong. No, so, I'm, I'm with you. So, anyway, good episode, man. Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I'm, I'm curious. Like, did anybody else find those numbers with the commercial real estate stuff staggering? And if so, send us a message. You can get us at info at homeownershow.com. You can also send us a message on. Facebook or Instagram, we'll find you. Yeah, let's uh, get our stuff together, we'll, Houston. Yeah, we'll respond. Get those numbers better. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, we'll respond. And uh, look, if you haven't already done it, why have you not subscribed? Why have you not told your friends about us? We're cool. We're, well, mostly. Um, <laughs> but go go leave us a rating or review. We would really like that. Until next time, y'all. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you later. See you.